0: You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. Hey, I'm here with uh, Malcolm Stewart, and we're, uh, was like five days post-surgery after uh, incredible first one and a half rounds of the Monster Energy Supercross season. So, uh, Malcolm, I think uh, I could speak for everybody listening when we say that You were amazing when you came out swinging this year, and uh, we're all bummed to see you on the sidelines.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it sucks to, you know, be out, obviously, round two. (laughs) If I could uh, go back and replay it, I wish I would have been out maybe round 16 or so. But, uh, (laughs) nah, you know, it it is, unfortunately. But, you know, I think the main thing for me, uh, it kind of opened my eyes that, you know, a lot of people saw a different me. And, um, you know, you actually – yeah, even though it was only around you know one and a half, but you know you saw a big difference in the first round and um, even in the second round and like the heat race, I guess. And for me, like everybody's been knowing, I've been doing a lot of training and and been staying out here, new team, new development, and and I actually had a little bit legitimate off season, so um, you know for me it's it was it was good. I actually, I'm not, I mean I'm bummed about it. Obviously, I had way more in the tank to show, you know, to show through to myself, but you know, honestly, like, I'm more happy in how how the changes have been, like, you know, a lot of people don't understand, like, losing 25 pounds, that's a lot, that's a lot, actually, that's really hard mm-hmm. to do, and um, I think I actually achieved more goals than, more than I thought, and the racing part was just easy, just Saturday, you know, that was just the easiest part, so for me, I think the off-season was the hardest part, so, I'm actually just happy, and, you know, at the end of the day, there's nothing that we can do about this femur issue, but just take time, and um, you know. Hopefully, we'll come back for uh, 2020. You know, uh, health, healthy and you know, look for the Monster Cup. It'd be nice if we were able to do the last couple of rounds, but you know, as a as a femur issue, you never know how the healing process can be.
0: Mm-hmm. So, the last time we spoke, when we did, yeah, we did my first ever podcast. Yeah. We were talking about you training for the first time, like in your 450 career, this hard and everything. Um, how did you feel coming into Anaheim? Were you just like the best shape of your life or best shape of recent times? But I mean, what did it feel like coming in? Was it more confidence with that physicality?
1: Uh, I mean, I just think my, my <clears throat> program was better overall. Uh, like I said, I've been, um, for me, training with Swanpool and and actually had a legitimate offseason like i said before i've had i haven't had that offseason since geico 2016 you know when i won my championship so um for me like i said it's kind of hard to go back that was three years ago you know it's a three-year gap you know so you know everything and all the new development is, is is only getting better bikes are better things like that so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to dwell on the past but i felt like for me like i was going to a1 like really confident on top of that I, this is the most time i've done that's the most i've ever done that many overseas races leading up to uh anaheim one as well so for me i i was nervous just because i was my first anaheim you know i, I it's, it's yeah. we're going into this is this will be second year or third year i guess i would say going into the 450 class and you haven't raced a one so that's kind yeah. of sad to say but for me i was uh i was definitely nervous but you know, I felt like I have a pretty good program. Uh, I said in a while back that I needed to cha- make a few changes. Uh, I said that around September, and I think I made those changes. And you only seen the better me since then. So, um, you know, for us, it's it was it's was great, and we're moving forward.
0: How did you choose Swanee?
1: Uh, how I choose Swanny? You know, what's funny to me, it wasn't nobody just got recommend or anything. I just kind of I knew I needed help. You know, I knew I needed help but as well as I've always known Swanee just from whenever. I mean, like I said, Ian Plessinger, cool. Cooper Webb, he's always been, he's come to the house, has been cool. So I've always known Swanee, and Swanee does great work. And, you know, every time you turn around and see, he's always winning a championship. So mm-hmm. to me, like, he's, he's proven. And uh, uh, I seem like he always seemed like a pretty good guy to work with. So I knew the opportunity, if I had the opportunity, if it was going to be there, um, if I was going to do this. And I also, as well as I told those guys that, um, for me to even get this deal at MCR like they would say i I have to have a trainer and everything mm-hmm. like that so I had to make a few phone calls pretty quickly and um uh, for me it was I Garrett was the number one guy that I wanted to happen and 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 believe it or not like shout out to AP like it wasn't going to happen unless it was up to him he he's the one that made the final call and like I said for AP he's super laid back guy and um obviously he approved and he was like yeah bring him on it's only going to make our program better and Sure enough, like, you know, here we are, you know, a couple months later, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to fight for the lead for A1.
0: So, when you told me that you're, uh, when you first told me you're going to start training with Swanee, I saw him at the track and I was like, hey, I'm going to start working with Malcolm, huh? That's cool. I'm like, hey, are you going to take him mountain biking? And he's all, hmm, cycling, I think he's going to be spending a lot of time by himself.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no, he's, uh, no, I mean, I can <clears gave him throat> wrong. Those guys, they're good up the hills, man. I ain't going to lie. I'm my mountain bike game was really good and, and then my, but my cycling game was suck. so it was like the opposite then i got really good at cycling and now i suck at mountain biking again so um like i said you know for me when i first started training with swine pool man i was so out of shape like i couldn't i was he was killing me dude i was like this is gonna be a long 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 off season but you know you pick up you pick up really quickly you know um what do you really expect? You get off the couch, and all of a sudden, they're like, all right, you know, I'm used to just doing maybe an hour a cycle. And he's like, no, minimum is like an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. So I'm, like, not used to that whole process. So uh, for me, it's, you know, I think the whole program works really good. And how everybody, you know, how the whole you know, the whole team that's that to that, that pull, you know, guys, Colt Nichols, Mitchell Holberg, uh, Justin Cooper, and obviously Aaron Plessinger, like, you know, for us, like, we're all really – are good at something, you know. Um, Nichols and, and Justin Cooper are super good at mountain biking, going up the hills, and I think like, and me, me and AP are really good at the riding issue. So like for us, like it was just a good push all the way around. I think it mm-hmm. helps everybody, um, you know, bring the best out of them. So if you're not the best at one thing, you're gonna be good at one, another thing.
0: Yeah, when I saw you guys at Greer, I mean, you, it seemed like you were hanging right in there. I mean, obviously. Uh, I, was, I was breathing cold, heavy back cold there. Is- <laughs> But, I mean, Colt's fast, obviously, but it's it's not like they got to the top and they're waiting for you t- for too long. I mean, you're right up there.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I said, for me, like, I think uh, I made the obviously made the biggest improvement for out of the whole pack. You know, I actually had to make uh, a lot of sacrifices, and, you know, I got on a nutrition plan as well. It just changed a lot of things. So, for me, um, you know – it, it helped out tremendously, you yeah. know, so I had a really good program.
0: Was Swanee coming to the track with you as well and helping you with your motos and stuff? I mean, he's obviously a top-level racer in his day, so he's more than just the physical part, right? Was he helping you with riding at all?
1: Uh, yeah, he would come out once a week, uh, you know, he would come out once a week. He would spend a little bit more time with the star guys, but for, for the most part, like, he would come out, you know, once or twice a week, or or he would bring the, the boys who all ride together, but... Um, for me it was more he would just kind of give me a program and 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 make sure I do what my what i required in the gym and it's more cardio based for me it was all more fitness level he was mm-hmm. like you don't need it's you true. know you don't need strength or anything like that or kind of tell you to go around the racetrack faster so he was like that you got that you know as, as time goes on you uh, you'll speed that whole process up but uh, it's, uh, it was more just fitness and things like that, so it was his main focus was his gym and, and cardio and everything else like that, so um, like I said, for me, he wasn't really stressing about what I needed to fix around the racetrack and the corners or anything, he was more focused on just cardio-wise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags, with never-seen-before features like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear, and more. The Ogeo 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com.
2: For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the Swap Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barja, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com and see their complete line of high-performance goggles.
1: Hey what's up guys, Malcolm Stewart. This soft season I've been training harder than ever getting ready for 2019, and I've been using Rhino Power supplements before, during, and after my training and has made a big difference, especially the motivation pills
0: use SWATmoto as your discount code at checkout for 10% off your purchase plus free shipping on rhinopower.com
1: hey guys Hunter Lawrence here lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass for how good it is going up the hill it's uh, amazing coming down the hill it's uh, comfortable nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome so yeah you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys what's up this is christian craig As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order.
0: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. So one of the cool things about the MCR deal is you got to bring Rango with you. Um, Was that part of your deal? Or did, or did they say, hey, you got to bring your own mechanic?
1: No, I mean, that was part of my deal. Like I said, that, you know, they were like, oh, we can, you know, bring you a random guy or, or you have the option to bring somebody that you actually know. And, I mean, why why wouldn't I? You know, why would I not, not bring a guy that I've been working with for the last three years now? Me and Jason, we built up a, a really good relationship over the past. And um, he's done this – he's already went this right route before of doing a full season of Raptor 65. So he already kind of knows how the game works. And, he, you know, he's – He's a great mechanic. He's been around. He, I mean, like even when I was at uh, Geico or anything else, like he picks up on things really quickly. So for uh, for the change for for us, when we were both like Hondas anyway, so for the for the boat for the change for us is uh, it was it was easy. It was no uh, no big deal. And as well as um, a lot of people don't know, he um, he's really cool with Swanepoel as well. So um, as so for us, it was uh, it, the whole program worked out really well for for us all around.
0: Cool. All right, so we're actually joined also by Jason Montoya and Rango. Um, man, how, how was it this off-season watching your guy become fit?
2: <laughs> uh, it was a good off-season for us, definitely. We um, definitely haven't put this much much work in since 2015-16. We uh, ride him four days a week. I mean, kept me pretty busy during the off-season, so I was excited for that. and. Seeing the work Malcolm was putting in just made me want to work even harder and make sure everything was dialed in. And It was definitely working, all coming together. He was definitely flying at the practice tracks. The off-season was great. I was um, definitely excited for the season, and we were definitely opening some eyes. Yeah,
0: so both of you guys, I guess, coming in, Did you surprise yourself, like, with how well things were going? I mean, you were third fastest in time qualifying at Anaheim before the rain. Then you were winning that heat, and you stalled, got second, and then were running second in the main for a large portion of it. I mean, were you surprised, Malcolm? Were you surprised, Ranga?
2: I wasn't really surprised. I mean, I really wasn't thinking what place we are in. I just was kind of a whole shocker for me. It was felt like the race was an hour long especially with the rain I was trying to ride on my pit board it was raining and you can't ride on a wet, can't ride on a wet board <laughs> so I was waving the towel and it was uh just an interesting night
1: yeah for you know for us is um I mean and all honesty like you know showing up on Saturday should be the easiest day it's all the training and stuff that you do during the week that's the hardest part so I always felt like if I can get through this and you know, race days. Race days should be the easiest. You know, on all and all honestly, all the suffering and you've done leading up to this point. So a lot. You know, I, I can tell you, race days are hard. But I can tell you, definitely, like Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays are <laughs> way harder. <Yeah. laughs> so um, you know, I, I I didn't really. I guess I would say we, we were going in just um, not having expectation too high, but we also weren't having it too low. We just was just going out there and having fun and. And we both know a balance between both of us. If we're out, we're out there having fun, like, you know, the results were coming. Sure enough, we hit the box, or hit the, the third in, in practice and pulling that, and then uh, leading into the heat race, and we ended up getting second anyway. So, you know, for us, like, um, it's almost like we weren't expecting it, but at the same time, we were just like, yeah, we should be here. This is, yeah. uh, we, we worked real hard to be in this situation.
0: I mean, both heat races that you rode you were in a position to win. You're, you know, um, then in, you know. Obviously, in uh, in Phoenix, it was dry, and you ran down Muskin. How did it feel when you just blew by him in the Whoops? <laughs>
1: um, you know, I think Marvin, if, if anybody, he probably hates seeing next to going into a set of Whoops is probably me, because uh, he knows I'm just going to give it everything I got to to get through him. But you know, Marvin's a, he's a great rider, uh, really good starter, so. Um, I hate starting next to him, honestly, because yeah. <laughs> I know he's gonna get out of the game with me. But um, you know, for me, like I said, uh, you know, we made a mistake, but this is all learning for us. It's all new, you know. Um, you know, it's a whole new program all around. It's uh, and you, in each and every race, you you take in something, and like I said, it's only been it was only a second race, but you, you learn. We learned so much from the first race, leading going into the second race that you know we couldn't even write it all down. It was more so. You know, just keep get your feet wet. Just go out there and have fun, and and you'll round six or seven. You'll kind of see where you're really at, and and everything will start settling in. Everybody's kind of just all gassed up, so a lot of people are still under or or, you know, bikes setting, trying to do bikes and suspension settings and things like that. I mean, we even did suspension settings, so for us, like it, we were we weren't really like set and ready, you know, like we were round six or seven. We were still like tweaking things and. Mm-hmm you know for us like it was it was cool though it was cool just to go out there and, and even even in practice like we, we almost won the, won the pole the won won the practice like like I say, we're riding good man like we're riding good and it just goes to show you that like when you get a whole program together like things change
0: yeah hey Rango did uh I mean I, I don't I'm sure there's a team suspension guy and, and everything but did his uh suspension settings change because he got lighter
2: um they changed for a little bit but then we started, I think, picking up the speed, so they kind of went back to being real stiff. I yeah. mean, some of the suspension guys talked to me and said they've never seen or even heard of a setting as stiff as Malcolm is. So <laughs> it's very interesting getting the bike set up for him.
0: Probably pretty interesting getting that whole shot device locked too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it is we get, interesting. We work
1: at that one. I think that's probably the hardest thing. This, I'll, I'll get mad at I'm like, because, you know, as a rider, I can speak like, if you don't like get the the lock set like it takes a lot of breath out of you. <laughs> <So, laughs> you put you're putting all your weight into it. So I remember what when, when was at a one we couldn't get it and I'm like huffing and puffing. He was like you want something to drink water. I'm like <sighs> I was like I feel like I just did a heat race. But, yeah. You know yeah. we we mean we do it all the time. We practice it. That's one thing like I always make fun of. I'm like come on man you need to go in the gym and like put some more weight into it. Like, put some <laughs> effort into it. But uh, no we get it set. It's all cool.
2: Definitely an argument sometimes. He, when I was trying to set it, he's like, come on. And I'm like, dude, do you know how hard this thing is to set? He's got them
0: truck springs in the fort. Yeah. But yeah.
2: <clears throat> well, we'll get it set. We have like a little technique that works pretty good. Nice.
0: All right. So, you know, Phoenix, talk about that. You're, you, you know what was crazy is that you passed Vince crashing. I mean, that's how fast you were going through those whoops. I mean... Did you feel good in the main? Like you're charging through? I mean, like you were. what well, you're sixth or fifth when you uh, went down. I
1: think I was passing yeah, for so fifth, it. actually. But, yeah. You know, honestly, like a heat race, I, I rode really good. I think I rode just like a little too too aggressive and made too many mistakes. So I kind of like slowed it down a little bit. And um, actually, I felt amazing in the heat, in the main event. Like absolutely amazing. It was a good start, and we just moved through, made made a couple passes and just started really moving through the pack. And then, um, you know, I saw Vince, and I was like, ah, oh, I, I can, you know, I knew Vince was struggling a little bit in the whoops, because I saw him a lot before. And I was like, ah, oh, I can get around him right here. And, um, you know, for me, like, I've hit whoops all the time. I've crashed in whoops, whatever, like, made a few mistakes. And, um, you know, that was it. That was kind of like the the end goal for me. And next thing you know, I'm just going endo-end, end, going into that face of that, uh, that, I guess I would say it was a triple, uh, not a little rhythm section, the end of the rhythm section, so, um, yeah, no, it sucked, but, you know, it was kind of like one of those things, I was like, man, this, this is, you know, I mean, like I said, I was kind of out, so, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I didn't really know, I remember waking up, and I just saw a bunch of faces, I was like, what y'all looking at? <laughs> 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 what y'all looking at? And I was like, uh-oh. I was like, I'm, oh, I was like, what, what? oh boy. now my leg hurts, okay, okay, now I know what's going on, so, it, uh, you know, it sucks, you know, I, I can say it sucks, but, you know, for the situation and how I've crashed and what exactly happened, it's kind of like one of those things that I, it could have been way worse than what it was yeah. for how fast I was going into that, into that jump. So, um, to only come out of here, I obviously hate to say with only a broken femur. Like we're doing all right. A lot of people are like, oh, he broke his arm or, or wrist or whatever, you know, and, you know, coming out, like I said, with a broken femur and maybe some bruises is, uh, pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you got KO'd, but like, how much do you remember?
1: Uh, I just remember like the rhythm section before, and I was just coming in, in that corner, and I was like get going into the set of woods, but that was it. Like, everything else kind of blacked out, and I don't even remember waving to the crowd, like uh, why. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't remember any of that. You know, I think like what happens is, is, everybody knows, like your body goes into shock, especially your broken femur. You kind of knock yourself out. You don't really know where you are, so you're kind of like out of it, and. Um, you know, for me, like, you know, obviously a huge shout-out to Astros Medical. Like, those guys, you know, obviously, you know, did the best Al- they can. Alpine Stars Medical. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: Alpine Stars <laughs> Medical. I always get that mixed up. We've been doing this for about three years, three four years now. They've changed this, and I still mess it up. So, anyways, they know where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah huge shout-out to those guys for, um, uh, you know, getting me on off the track and, and you know, getting me safe. And, um you know it's um it's good you know you don't realize how important those guys are until whenever you need them so um you know those guys do a great work and and one thing I can say like even when I was hurt in Italy and um you know they kind of went down there and you know it, for me like those people were down on me and they're speaking a different language they don't know your language you know so when you come over here like you know being with Doc Bonner and working with those guys you know so often like they're really calm they understand how the riders work and things like that so it's a lot more. Uh, easier for you and they you know they definitely take the word for what you you know if you say what's heard they understand exactly what you're saying so um but yeah no that was it you know we just kind of closed doors I think everybody I think the crowd was probably pretty silent uh, after what happened Mm -hmm. and you actually know we're heading to the hospital so um you know it was kind of like a real short night for us like like I said I felt bad for you know, bringing everybody down, but you know, at the same time, I think a lot of people didn't really know what was going on, or how bad the injury was, or what really happened. Because, like I said, we hit the ground pretty hard, and um, you know, but like a, for us, like um, I felt bad just for you know, you know, me, and obviously, my mechanic, and, and all the people that you know, that work going into this. You know, it's a, it was kind of like a let all the air out of you, like man, I cannot believe like this already happened. Like you know, what are the chances of that? So, but. All, we all know too like we've put so much effort into it and we had it's not like we didn't race any you know off season you know we had a really good race like monster cup that was great mm-hmm. we did some fun races overseas like that was great yeah it's not it isn't you know monster energy supercross yeah but you know how bad would it be if we didn't do absolutely no racing and then it went out there and got hurt second round so yeah. you know for us like i said it was uh it's, it's more positive than it is negative. Now, I guess the way I look at it, and I'm not going to dwell on it. I mean, I'm going to come back stronger than ever. You know, we're going to come back swinging as, as it is. And I don't know if it's going to be 2020, you guys have seen me monster, in Monster Rangers, uh Supercross, or you'll see me the last couple of rounds. I don't know. It all depends on how fast we can heal up. But I'm telling you guys now, like I'm already, you know, trying to, you know, people don't understand. I'm already on my Instagram. Some people saw me, trying to already move my leg and things like that, so we're, we're moving pretty forward, but we're, we're not gonna be stupid about it either.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, you had that big crash in Italy, and the initial info I got was like, oh, they think you broke his femur. Is it the same leg?
1: Yeah, it actually is the exact same leg. So, uh, a lot of people were <clears throat> like, oh, it, it could have been- Cracked. Yeah, <laughs> cracked or whatever. I mean, like, I checked it out. I mean, I got x-ray, I mean, when I got x-rays, and um, I can't even think about it right now, um, really put
0: you <laughs> oh, the cat the yeah, cat scan can.
1: and things like that. I mean, I did it all and everything checked out. The only thing that was really bad was um bruising. Just really bad bruising, but yeah. um uh, bone bruising, but I mean I mean I didn't really I mean like I said from, it's kind of hard to say from that time to that. I mean I mean I'm actually like I said if, I'm actually glad that I mean we all know like femur is probably one of the big it is it is the biggest bone in your in your body to so Imagine if that was a shoulder or anything like that. I mean, I probably could have compound fractured my shoulder. It did yeah. something really, really bad. We've been out for, you know, six to eight months or wherever. So, we are talking about a femur and, you know, you just put a rod and screws in it And, you know, you just keep moving forward from there.
0: Yeah, I can't believe you were walking out the next day, right? Like the same day of surgery?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> definitely uh, walking out of surgery, but still anesthesia. Yeah, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I mean, it just shows heart, you know, that, that, you know, that I'm obviously like my mindset still that I want to, I want to be back out there just as bad as, you know, anybody else, you know, so for, for me, I'm not just, I'm not just going to give up easy. I'm going to work really hard to try to get my rehab myself back as fast as I can. Like I said, I'm not going to be stupid about it, but, um, you know, for us, it's, um, you know, me and my mechanic, we're all having our morale is like still really, really up and, mm-hmm. It's all positive vibes from here. Like I said, yeah, knock knocked the win out But, you know, we're kind of just like, all right, you know, like, we can just, we still got a lot of stuff we can do and focus on. And, you know, for me, like, that just helps me out. I can lose more weight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, hey, Rango, while he's rehabbing, what's your program? He's, you get to
2: ride, right? Yeah, I'm going to try to ride a little bit more than, you know, usual. Um, I'm thankful enough to let you let me borrow a bike, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to try to ride with this rain and stuff. Should be fun. Maybe get out into the hills. I've never been out there, so I've always wanted to do that. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that can get caught up on. And, mm-hmm. you know, still, um, there's always bike work to be done that's just getting caught up on from being so busy in the off season. And, you know, being out here in California is a little bit strange. So, <laughs> you know, we'll stick out here as long as we could. I mean, as long as Malcolm's working, I guess I'm working. So,
0: yeah. Hey, so uh, initially you were texting me, you were saying you are going home to Florida, but then I heard you changed your mind, you're going to stay out here and rehab with Swanee and, and keep working out? And...
1: Yeah, Swanee put the brakes on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it came down to. <clears throat> no, nah, well, um, you know, right now, um, it's too hard to make decisions um, too quickly. I don't want to make the wrong decisions and get away. And I mean, if I go home right now, I'm not saying I'm just going to sit on the couch, but it'd be a little bit harder for me to get those resources when I know right now I can get them done. And everybody knows the first month is most important. You know, um, you got to get this thing moving you got to get in the right direction. You got to start doing things. And, um, I mean, what it was already, I had surgery Sunday and I was already in the gym Tuesday. So, um, if I was home, I probably wouldn't have done that. But now I took, think about it like hold on, let's see how this leg really feels and kind of go from there. But, um, now we're, we're, it was good. It wasn't. Nothing was too crazy, and we've been doing a lot of rehab stuff, and uh, we got more to come. So,
0: yeah. Don't don't they say like uh, getting your blood flowing and your heart rate up that promotes healing?
1: Yeah, as well. So um, anything that has to do with blood flow and, and things like that, that's gonna help. So, like I said, for us, I think the first. The for sure, the first month is the most one of the most important just to make sure that you don't sit around and get any blood clot or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. if I was at home, I'd just sit around and stuff and um, just be sitting there playing Xbox or something. So, um, but you know, being at home, you know, at the same time, like I think like being at home, it, it probably made me worse, you know? Only thing, all I have is sit at home and, and just think about everything and what happened. You know, yeah. at least out here, like, you know, I, um, I get to see like, you know, the boys and everybody's still happy and everybody's kind of still like hyping me up. Like, mm-hmm. like dude, like no matter what you, you killed it and getting to see Swanpool And he's been helping out with me tremendously. Like keeping me my right, my right mindset. Um, you know, so everybody's already telling me like how, how great have you done? So I think I, being out here, just seeing more people often it will kind of help me out and just being at home, be, going back in that little shell.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, where did the femur break? Was it like right down in the middle or was it top? Bottom?
1: All right. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's funny, I've only seen my x once, cause uh, I don't really like- you don't looking, like looking at-, at I don't like looking at broken bones at all. I don't like looking at, you know, rods and screws, and I just, it just weirds me out. I just think it's nasty to me, but uh, it was like right in the middle. So uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Uh, I mean, I don't really care as long as it's, you know, at the end of the results, it's fixed, it's, it's done, and we're moving forward from there.
0: Yeah. Alright, so I know that you have to have reviewed the tapes. Everybody's had their own opinion. Um, when it happened, you know, I was, I was home watching on TV. I rewinded a bunch of times and like, there's theories out there that, that your chain came off. I mean, I know you missed the whoop, you know, so that was your own mistake. But for me personally, knowing how strong you are and everything, I think, dude, he could have pulled out of that. You know? I mean, is there any thoughts that you have about it?
1: Um, I mean... And honestly, like, you know, a lot of people say the chain came off you know, or a chain broke or, or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, for me, I just think that it, it was it's a touchy subject. It's, it's kind of like the, the more the more the or the, the I guess I would say that the biggest thing for for all of us is to make sure that I'm not seriously injured. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people want to say whatever happened or what you know, what the case may be. Whether the chain came off or not, I'm sure obviously Honda HRC and, and Tony Alessi and, and the whole MCR, they do a good job of what they've done. So we haven't seen bikes broken since the, since the race has started. So as um, far as I'm concerned, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So the way I look at it is, um, there's, nothing, there's nothing I can really do about it now. Um, the only thing we can do is just look forward and making sure that the injury isn't worse than what it was.
0: Yeah. Hey Rango, so as a mechanic, there's more pressure than just building the bike perfect, right? I mean your rider's life is in your hands, right so i mean is that is that the most stressful part of the job
2: um yeah, especially when he's uh, yeah, for any mechanic, yeah, you always have that you know on the back of your head, and Malcolm's like a brother to me, so it is his life in my hands and a lot of people don't understand that that supercross is a very very dangerous sport and you know something just simple can go wrong and can definitely injure your rider very badly like for me when tony got on the radio and said malcolm was down the mechanics area was like he was coming towards me and like when he jumped that little camelback triple whatever you call it well not jump it but when he landed in the face of that the berm i couldn't really see him so i was just going off the radio and I'm pacing back and forth. I know he isn't moving, so like, just crazy things are running through my head. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen Malcolm miss two or three whoops, and you know, regather it and come out. So I'm thinking, like, there's no way he crashed in the whoops. And yeah, people are saying the chain came off, this and that, but we still, you know, we're still trying to figure out, figure that out ourselves. You know, me, I rode the bike back to the truck, and you know, I wasn't even worried about looking at the bike at that time. You know, I'm more worried about What's going on with Malcolm and getting my stuff together so I could get out of there and get to him and make sure you know he's comfortable, but yeah, it's very uh touchy subject still for me now, you know, the first night it was hard for me to sleep thinking like if something I could have done to prevent that, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's motorcycles and they're all what you know yeah, machines and
1: yeah, I guess I would say easiest to say it's nobody's fault uh it's just one of those things that um. Uh, it's
0: just meant to happen, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, let's lighten this up a little bit. That, how, how did you become the mechanic for the Stewart Brothers? Uh, I, I, I heard, I heard something like you were just a fan or something.
2: Yeah, I was uh, actually. Probably did you slip a, into some DMs? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually a super fan, I believe. You know, I used to wait as soon as the pits would open early in the morning I, back in the day they used to give those tickets to yeah. get autographs ring from like James. Bring yeah. <laughs> yeah so I would have to I would get there early and not even go to any other truck. I would just go stand in front of the Stewart truck and just try to get me an autograph for James because he was definitely my auto growing up and now to be working alongside of these guys it's pretty cool but I just um, Zach Freebird actually kind of led me into the direction of these guys. I mm-hmm. was he was working for that Carson Mumford kid at Loretta's one year, and I was working for a Yamaha team, Horton Yamaha. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach told me that these guys were Malcolm was actually looking for a mechanic, and I got uh, James's mechanic's email and started emailing back and forth with him. And they were out here in California, and I was out here in California. They were training for I think Straight Rhythm mm-hmm. and Monster Cup, and I met. For lunch with those guys a couple times and the first time i met malcolm i think was at straight rhythm when him and james both won mm-hmm. and uh big james and Sonia were on their anniversary so they were like oh the parents ain't here you know we got to go to monster cup i was like, i'll go up to monster cup and i'm sitting in the stands and i get a text come to the, come behind the suzuki semi <laughs> i'm like no way so i go back there and i walk in the motorhome and i'm sitting at the table with big james and i was just kind of stuttering and like so, this is unreal, and then it I got five, the job three, and yeah. moved to Florida, and we became best friends. And you know, we kind of click. We have a lot of things in common, and we look mm-hmm. out for one another. We're kind of like he's like a little brother I never wanted. <laughs> he never wanted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. We like I said, it's uh, our relationship's really good, and you know, we're all, you know, for us, uh, we we definitely share the same same personalities. You know, he's very super funny, outgoing. He likes to, he always likes to bet on things, but he don't like to pay. (laughs) uh, (laughs) We bet about football all the time. So that's one of our things that we, we look so forward to football season and basketball season that, you know, we love sports in general. So do not matter what, really what it is, but you know, we're, we're, anything that's to do with racing or anything, uh, we're, we're all about it. So, you know, for us, you know, at first it was kind of like, I think for him, like, you know, and it was a big change, you know, coming from, you know, moving yourself from California, going all the way to Florida—that's a—that's a lot, you know, for for anybody. Um, and you know, we wanted to open do, open the doors, and you know, make sure that you know he's you know he's having fun and you know everything. So with, for us, like we clicked out, clicked off really, really quick, you know, really fast. And he you know opened himself up really quick. And um, and it was actually the year that we were leading uh, for Geico for two thousand sixteen, leading the championship. So you know, bring him around, letting him see. You know everybody and meeting him and I, you know it wasn't like, you know, um, it wasn't like, hey, my Malcolm Stewart and no, oh, this is my mechanic. I'm like, no, this is my mechanic. Like, if my a practice guy like this. And you know, you treat him the same way you treat me. So, um, you know, for him, like, I wanted to make sure like he, you know, he wasn't just another guy on the sidelines. He's, you know, he is, you know, he he means just as much as anybody else that that's there. You know, and at the end of the day, like. As most people don't understand your practice bike mechanics is the one you bond with the most you know you, mm-hmm. you're the one that's you're with them non-stop you know you're with them everywhere that you travel everywhere you go everywhere wherever the case may be so um you know i think you know he saved my life more than anybody out there so you know you gotta give a hats off to your practice guy you know that's that's number one guy that you want to make sure and support so mm-hmm. for me like I said, when he got the offer and the job, and he shows a lot of heart, so it's uh, it was one of those things that obviously we're looking forward to. And he has, like I said, shows good character, really good around people. And, um, he's a very likable person, and I think that's what uh, that's who he is and built himself up to be.
0: Yeah, Sarango, so what was it like going into? Uh the the race mechanic mode was it kind of like um was it oh shit or was it yeah, like all it was, right i
2: can't wait i mean i always was like oh that's what i want <clears throat> to do that's what i want to do and then when it came it was like oh shit this is <laughs> this is more than kind of it's out to be you know it's more than you think and the big james been around it for so long that he was kind of the guy that really helped me during you know ride 365 mm-hmm. when we had that team it was kind of just me and Big James. Then we brought a suspension guy in, Todd Brown. He works Mm -hmm. for um, WP now, Rockstar. So he came in. He worked alongside of James for a long time, and he's been a mechanic, and he's been in the industry for a long time. So he showed me a lot, kind of guided me. And then me, I'm just a talkative person. So I'll talk to anybody at, Mm at the starting line or in staging just to try to, you know i'm kind of new to it so i wanted anything anyone can tell me i take it as advice and see if i could learn from it Mm
0: -hmm. hey all right true or false i heard uh i heard you may have dressed up as james on halloween or something
2: (laughs) that's true that's true definitely true (laughs) me and uh, actually my best friend he's uh he was actually at phoenix supercross he uh he used to be a big chad reed fan and we used to just almost fight in the stands, you know, when they were racing. And, you know, Halloween, we dressed up as a one year. And it was just, yeah, definitely a super fan. I ain't going to lie.
0: All right, so tell me about the costume.
2: So the costume was, uh, I'm already kind of dark skinned, I guess you would say. So I just ended up putting, the, got like this wig with like dreads, put that on. And I had a Fox. Uh, a pink, um, it was like James's signature gear, it was pink yeah. and white fox gear. I had that, and I just had boots. And we just, I would say, I was the back actually said Bubba Stewart on the yeah. back, it was funny. It was yeah. good times.
0: And I heard when you first met him, you, you said, Hey, Bubba,
2: yeah, I was saying that for a while, and like he would like ignore me almost. And I'm like, Man, I don't think your brother likes me, or something, dude. And <laughs> they would all laugh when I would call him because the way I would say it, Hey, Bubba Stewart.
1: Yeah. What's up, Bubba? You trying to rest some soupy today? I'm like, bro, that is like 909. Like you can't get no part. Of it. I'm like, I was like, pulling aside. I was like, hey, you, you, you can't, you can't say that, bro. Like, call him James or what's up, bro, or something. Yeah. Anything. Like, you know, call him his nickname, Boogie, whatever. Like, don't, don't call him Bubba. Like he hates that. Not that he hates it. it's Just like, oh, so who's the new guy? You yeah. know. Like, yeah. So. Um, you know, obviously, you know James is obviously quiet, but you know, for him, it, uh, he was a little nervous. But you know, I, I, after I told my brother, I was like, "Hey, this is my new guy." He came up and introduced himself, and you know, it was, was kind of cool from there. But for him, yeah, he was, he was like, Bro, "I've been watching you since I was a little kid." so yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's It's a lot to handle. You know, <laughs> so, not very many people. Cool. Could once say. he once he kind of opened the doors up and he realized, like, you know, how cool brother was. He's was like, "Oh, dude, like he's super chill."
0: Yeah, I one one time. I was interviewing James and I started off and I was like, All right, Bubs. And he goes, Hold on. <laughs> Did you just call me Bubs? But, uh, I thought that was kind of funny.
2: Yeah, he uh, actually <clears throat> made my day actually driving back from the hospital. He texted me wondering about his brother and we text back and forth a couple times. And it was, it's just still cool to me to be able to you text know, with James. Text <laughs> with him and yeah. not very many people could say that. So it's definitely, he was my number one rider. and you know, now Malcolm's my number one rider, but it's just cool to be along. They've taken me in, like, family. The stewards definitely have.
0: Yeah. So you just said texting him, uh, or he texted you to find out. Like, that brings back a memory. Like, I, when, I, when you crashed, uh, I'm texting Anton, and he's in the press box, and he goes, I think it's the femur. So then I texted Roger, like, hey, keep me in the loop. What's going on? And, of course, Roger don't reply. <laughs> but uh after the race was over i texted vince vince freeze and uh he replied right away and he goes they're not sure but it seems like femur and he texted me again after that And he goes dude i'm so bummed he was going so fast everyone knew that mookie was going to win a race this year and he goes, I- i'm devastated right now he's my guy that i practice with i'm so sad to lose that aspect of it
1: yeah no vince is uh you know Pretty much since since I got on this team, me and Vince has, uh, um, you know, had our own little bond. And, you know, that Vince is there's definitely been plenty of days that Vince has been faster than me, and we've pushed each other um, a tremendous amount. And, and I think, um, I can speak for everybody, Vince is going to be pretty, he's going to be really good this year. Um, he's, he's, he's gained so much speed. And, you know, I can say a lot of people don't really like Vince, you know, but man, like, you know hats off that guy you know he's um he's actually a super chill dude like he's super cool super down to earth and um you know a lot of people don't really give the respect of what his past is but man if you actually like went up to vince and meeting him um you know he's actually a really nice guy
0: yeah i think like i mean i've gotten to know vince a lot better recently and dude he's like such a cool dude like when you're sitting there talking to him uh And yeah, I mean, he does crazy things when he's riding sometimes, but like, in my mind, it's like, hey, you you can't blame the guy. He does, he keeps trying no matter what. You know, do you think he's got a bum rap?
1: No, I mean, Vince, he just, he tries his heart out, man. Like, that's, and that's honestly, like, honestly, I feel like Vince has to be one of the most mentally tough guys there is for everything he's to went through. You know, how many people have hated on him and what he's gone through, but, um, you know, for Vince, uh, like I said, he's a he's a super chill dude, and I'll back that dude up any day. Like, if anybody talks, you know, about, like how much they hated him or whatever, I'm like, dude, like, you don't know the guy. You know, like, yeah, I guess you know he may have some rough passes and things like that, but he ain't no different than any other guy out there that wants to try and win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's you can't not you can't do anything but respect that. Yeah, know? and that's the way I look at it. If a guy's going out there and willing to give everything he's got, respect it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna be out here in California? Will you be going to the track and helping him out or anything?
1: Yeah, I, you know, once I get myself moving a little bit better, um, I'll definitely go out there and help him out, and and, it's, and I will be going to some of the races and things like that. So I'm not gonna be just closing doors and be like, you know, all right, wave to the fans, this is it, you know, that's the last time <laughs> you're gonna see me. No, I'm a, um, you know, I'm gonna show up and, and do some autograph signing. You know, me, obviously, me and Jason are gonna come up to some of the races and things like that. So. Um, i know anhan too is coming up this week and i think it's a little close for me to to, to be coming to that one just you know coming out of surgery things So, uh, uh but you know we'll maybe go to you know oakland or san diego or things like that you know if we get moving around a little bit better but yeah no definitely we'll be hitting some of the east coast races you know i'll definitely for sure be going to my hometown race daytona mm-hmm. uh, as well as atlanta and things like that so uh for me it's just a matter of. Um, how time goes and how much you know, how fasting the whole process moving. But yeah, no, we're definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, Can you go
0: to Oakland? I thought there's like the the law was looking for you up there for, <laughs> for indecent nah, uh, indecent I mean, exposure. Nah, but <laughs> nah, that's that's
1: actually the one place I really want to go to. I'm a Raiders fan, so why would I not want to go to that? does Rango, know that
0: story? Uh, he's a Raiders huh? fan. So no, no, no. Does he know the indecent exposure story? No.
1: What?
2: No. I don't. Remember,
0: he was walking back from the track and your wiener was.
1: <laughs> oh, that was in 2008. I still won that night. <laughs> so we were walking back and... Uh, uh, I forgot about that story. Yeah, I guess I'll touch on it. So we're walking back. You know, and, and you're coming back from the track. Like <clears throat> There's people that are like... You know, people are like, you know, want to take photos and things like that. You're just trying to get back to your truck real quick because, you know, like the turnaround from, from first and second practice isn't that much time. So in Oakland, they make you walk pretty far. So... The lady come one of the lady comes up to me and she goes, Hey, hey, I'm like, yeah, I'm going back to your truck. She's like, no, no, no. She goes, Your dick's out. I was like, <laughs> I look down, I'm like, oh my god, like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, you got like I've been taking photos like before then, and I'm like, you know, I'm like looking at my Instagram, my Twitter, whatever, like just making sure nobody tagged me in it, but man, it was uh, that, was a, that how, was a How does
0: that happen, dude? <laughs>
1: I you know I, I didn't even feel the cold air either. That was, that was the bad part. <laughs> I was just hot blooded, I guess. So um, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. You know, it was some embarrassing. Moments. You got me had you got me some some photos too. where I was doing a little pinch and roll, a little uh, uh, digging my butt or something like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, there's, like I said, I do track walk, I, I got some, some bad photos, people got me a track walk. Man, you do track walk, you, you know, you walk around that track, you, you get about to the end of it, you start sweating. You know, so, um, so for me, it was just kind of annoying. I, I'm always getting, at track walks, you always get the funniest photos of people, period, so. But you enjoy life, and that's what we do, and you know, we do it, that's why we do it.
0: Yeah, all right, so you've alluded a little bit to trying to recover as fast as you can. And, uh, I mean, dude, is there a chance that you'll, we'll see you race Supercross?
1: Um, it's kind of like I said, it's, it's too early to say, but, I mean, I, I want to. I, w- I would love to. Um, but, it's you know, you got to, like I said, there's, there's a lot of things in line that between now and, and then, you know, we're, we're second round. This, uh, this is a 17 race series, so it's, um, you know, obviously everybody knows the average time of a femur could be fully healed 12 to 15 weeks. So I mean, if we did, it'd be maybe the last two. Uh, but you know, if we if we get back around, and we ain't feeling it. We ain't going. There's no need mm-hmm. to to really risk it and, and and go out there. I mean, we it's not we're gonna be battling for the championship. It's just really just going out there and having fun and just kind of show people. Um, that, You know, I want to be out there. But obviously, the people know like you know how much effort I put in going into the beginning of the season. So um, it would it's just more of just being smart about a situation and. Go from there. So it's hard to say. It's too early to say. But um, the good news is I have my mindset. So that's uh, of, of trying to come back quick as I can um, and being smart about. It. So it goes to show me at least one my mindset set of doing it right.
0: Yeah. Now, Tony Alessi, that guy has done some crazy stuff to heal his kids faster. <laughs> so has he said anything to you? Like, oh, man, you got to, like, drink this spinach. He
1: have, tell me to put hot sauce on my back or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I mean I don't know. I mean, like I said, I know for Mike and Mike and Jeff, they came back ridiculously fast. So for me, um, I don't really know. I know he's got some tricks up his sleeve to how he had his kids come back. So um, any advice uh, that's gonna help me heal faster, obviously I'm willing to take. So, um, but you know, obviously there's a reason why I pay a trainer. So um, you know, I got to do the fine lines of what he's telling me to do, and and if it, it's kind of up to his approval, you know, I put everything in going into him. And um, we'll
0: kind of go from there. Yeah. Has there been any talks at all about uh, 2020 with the team? I mean, I have to imagine they've thought about it because the, the the potential and the speed that you showed with that much preparation, you know? You got a taste of the good life, right?
1: Yeah. I mean... Um... See <clears throat> no talks yet, um, but you never know how this industry can be. It, you can be all talk and nothing can happen. So I always tell myself, ain't nothing happened till paper. Um, but you know, obviously Mike Genova and Tony they have been great to me. Um, so you know, I, for for me, I, didn't, I haven't had, I haven't had a fair shot. I guess I would say to prove myself to the to potential. But people got to see like this guy really means business. So for for me. Um, it's kind of like one of those things that the first two races, uh, you showed, you it showed a lot, you know, mm-hmm. just a dedication and everything. So, uh, obviously would like to have another shot. and uh, I feel like I deserve another shot as anybody else. Um, just like Vinny Blossom, you know, that's another guy that's out blew his whole ACL out. So imagine how that guy really feels, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, there's a lot of good people out there. So you just kind of have to see and wait for how the situation goes. But for me, it's just a matter of, uh, my main focus is getting back healing and getting back on that bike and and then we go from there so because ain't nothing gonna happen between
0: now yeah hey rango he's he's pretty serious huh because i when i told him i was coming by i was like hey you want me to bring b-dub dubs or something or anything he's like, no 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 no."
2: yeah he's pretty serious he uh i mean he told me that the day he got out of surgery and he said that you know we came too far to kind of just let it all go we're just gonna keep digging and try to come back as quick as we can you know it sucks that we're only second round in I think we were gonna race our way into even better shape and Mm -hmm. you know come up with even maybe a better bike setting you know we actually had a better bike setting going into Phoenix we actually did some testing the week after Anaheim and changed the bike a little bit for the better and you know we were definitely you know you can never practice race pace so we were gonna race our way up there and it was going to be a good season, so you know we're gonna look forward to the next coming up season and just you know we know what we can do when, when we put some work in so we're going to keep working and show everyone that we're for real
0: yeah
2: all right on man uh
1: so what's up with you what? Don you asking us a lot of these questions so what well, have you been doing the last two weeks
0: the last two weeks I was at Anaheim yeah <clears throat> then, uh, did you come see us yeah oh, so. dude. <laughs>
1: Come on! You did, you did see me. At, you came and saw me after the post race. I did see yeah. that. I, I was hanging
0: you. out before. Remember? I didn't see,
1: you know, you like yeah, no, out. we you we did hang out with everybody else's truck.
0: No no, 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 no. I was hanging out. I did that video with you and uh, Vince in the truck before the main came. Remember? And uh, his girl brought the goggles to him.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And we were saying that yeah.
0: Cheryl looked better than Knowles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I
0: was around. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's good. But um. Uh, uh,
0: no, yeah, I've been so, trying to get you to go riding, but you know, too serious.
1: I know. Hey, it's it's like I said. We'll, once we get back on the on the mount, I'll be able to go mountain biking, so I might be able to I might be able to take you a little bit now. Just for just maybe, I'm not gonna be able to take you up Skyline. But I think I can hang with you at Greer.
0: Oh, I, I think
1: so. I think I got you up going up. I I know for sure I can get you up to the tower. Yeah. Yeah. I know no I that, that that
0: climb sucks. <laughs> I know. To the tower with the to, yeah. There's no, a cool place you got to
1: walk. I know I, you know the last time I went I actually got the whole thing. I didn't be able, I didn't get a foot down off that big that big old rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. That's I was pretty sketchy. That was a little sketchy, but I got
0: it. How about going down? You gonna get me? No.
2: No. <laughs> no, not at
0: all. Rango, do you ride mountain bikes, Malcolm?
2: Uh, I went oh, a couple went. times, oh, but we almost, a, we almost had we almost had to land a helicopter out there when I went. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I actually got lost one time. I got straight lost. I cartwheeled. Oh, uh, it was it was a bad experience for the first couple times I went. Yeah,
1: hmm. he was talking, "Oh, dude, my easy, dude, blah blah blah." And so I took a to beer. So I let him go and let him know. So, it's you know, definitely I, hard to hang <laughs> with him. Uh he was he was coming down and he we you know obviously we left him and we we took him down distortion. So yeah, uh, that's a long one and. He didn't know where he was, and there's some drop offs, a little bitty drop offs. He wasn't sure about, and he went, he flipped so hard that he ended up flipping up into another trail. The trail that <laughs> that's how the, he got trail, lost. That's how he got lost, and the trail that he's, that everybody's going up, he's going down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, where is he? Like, where, like I'm, then I'm like freaking out. I'm like, man, I think he's really hurt. You yeah. know, I'm like, I think he. So I tried calling him. He ain't answer, and Then like, then I hear, hey, Mel. And here, like on the other side, like completely on the other side of the hill. I'm like, how do you get over there? I'm like, there's no way down that way. It's only up. Yeah. He's like, oh dude, you should have seen me. He goes, bro, I went down hard. I was like, well, I, <laughs> I took the front. I went end over end. he's like, I saw the sky and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, you know, as long as he's all right, but um, he would do it again. You know, we always like, like I said, we always have fun, do fun things. We like to, um, you know, we like to bat. We'll go to the bat cage here and there. We we're watching the World Series and we're. You know, he was pissing me off because, I, I, like I said, I like the Dodgers, and, and he just wanted a, uh, Boston to win, and he pissed me off so bad that I was like, you know what, like, he was saying how oh, he'd me out. He said he used to throw the baddest <laughs> curveball there was ever thrown. <laughs> uh-huh. I, was, I was like, okay, whatever, so we went to the batting cages, and, you know, for us, like, you know, we're always poking our chests out towards each other, so we're all, like, walking in, like, oh, which one, which mile are you going in? Oh, I'm going in the 60s. or right, I'm going in the 70s, or whatever, you know. So, I think we went in the 60s, the 60 to 65, and I think I jumped in there first, and I'm telling you that, when that first ball came by, I was like, I need to be going in the 20s. Like, <laughs> so I was like, ah, uh, uh, okay, so, I mean, what, I ended up coming out on the top, so I won. So we bet, I still never got paid from that one. And uh, you know, he like said, we, we always make bets and we have some fun and we, we go-kart and things like that. So it's always, uh, it's always fun for, for me and him. We, like I said, we built a pretty good bond. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, you know what you could do in this off time is, you know, maybe this podcast will help you, you help find him a black girl. <laughs>
1: Uh, he's gonna get one. <laughs> uh, you should see his hair hairdo now. Huh? He's, he's turning. I mean, hanging. I mean, that's what you expect. When you hang out. All you see is black dudes. You know, we you expect. You're gonna turn into one. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll have a little nose piercing here and there. And then that he's gonna have some gold teeth. And, you know, he yeah he had. Guess, you already see. He, he used to have a different mustache. Now he's running a goatee, just like me. So oh shit, gonna uh, get some gold. Oh too. yeah, he's gonna have <laughs> some some gold uh, ear, uh, ears earrings. Also. Uh, no, it's all good, dog. You know, he's, uh, he's doing good. Like I said, as long as he stays on track, I don't really care what, you know, what he does. Um, as long as he shows up at work and does his job, uh, that's all I can ask for.
0: Cool. Well, it seems like you guys have a good time here. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to let you guys finish watching 8 Mile. See, that's the yeah. problem. Huh?
2: See, we Not were just sure talking were. about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, uh, so, yeah, that's what, that's what we do right now. So, we're watching a lot of TV and... Um, just having some fun we'll have eventually maybe on Sundays we'll have a cookout competition
0: yeah. too hey you never posted those pictures
2: of what
0: hey Don come over and help me take pictures of this watch
2: no, no, I need to I need to oh no, did you come and do it
0: oh dude yeah Mr. Super Candid here he's uh yeah, really checking his time and then I'll, although there's this one that makes your forehead look real big don't do that one huh don't I'll post, post that, that one. one. No, oh, exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll come with look, look at here. that one hey so what, what <laughs> <laughs> my
1: forehead looks huge on that. Oh, you ever post that, It'd be like the 10 year challenge of Obama's forehead.
0: Yeah. Don't see, do that. Casual. No. You know, picture him driving the oh, car. Oh shoot, Escalade. Yeah, yeah, those look like Dove Magazine, huh? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, so, hey, so what's up with this 10 year challenge everybody's on? You know, I, 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 I see something. it, not saying I would I hate to say it, but you, I, I, it's weird. You look years? better now than you did ten years ago. Oh, the picture I put yeah. up. I, I think that was a rough photo. You oh. had, a, yeah. You you put a photo up. I mean, dude, I, mean, I was big. But your whole skin, like all your skin, is like it's all. I, maybe it's just a phone. I think it's just a new updated phone. That's all. It is. Nah, I'm just glowing now, bro. All yeah, oh, glowing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's mountain biking now. It's it's a dude, post, I'm telling post, you, post it's posted a, photo oh, yeah. yeah, posted a photo from ten years ago. Yeah, close posted the photo from ten years ago. I was like, I'm going to do a throwback because I know for hey. a fact, 10 years ago, I was fat.
0: This is 14, me and me and Mal. Look at me. Beefy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Do you remember that day? That was the first time I saw you on the trails.
2: Yeah, you were fat. You, like, huh? you, your face was even yeah, was or chubby and everything, huh? Look at those glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kit you, <laughs> got, you got, got on? You got a kit dude, you got Those are on? Oakleys, man. Uh, no, I don't know. Look at you. Uh, but he guys, was thin. Yeah, he was, too. Dude.
0: dude, what? Fourteen.
2: That was fourteen. October
0: fourteen before fifteen. That was that,
1: that was actually Buffalo Wild Wings days too. That's was
2: so it, it? Actually, I've been getting like uh, reminders on my phone of like this would be the first weekend we actually go racing, when, like two years ago.
0: Ah, uh,
1: well, oh, I think because New Year's was so close. Yeah. Wait, no. No, no it man. was because yeah. I
2: remember we got the Suzuki. We were doing the photo shoot. And you didn't do Anaheim one. And we did we, This weekend would be the first it was weekend, weekend It was we Anaheim one, San Diego, and then I think. Or, I don't remember, but it was crazy. I was getting notifications like uh, of like photos that I taken oh, at this year time, year, yeah. and it was actually right like
1: 365. Yeah, I forgot about that. How's a fun? How's a fun? Interesting year. Mm. Yeah. So, hey, here we are. We're, all right. What? Wait, all go right, ahead. Say
0: no, no, just to say we're wrapping up, but I want you to heal up, dude. Heal healing? come back. And and, uh,
1: every day we're healing. I'm looking down. I Got staples. That's kind of scary. So
0: you got sta- staples on your knee. Yeah, there's staples moment, in your thigh. He was
2: slamming the door. I'm like, what's he doing? I'm like, why is he? What's what's going on? And I text him. I'm like, you all right? like yeah I'm headed to the gym I couldn't get the door closed I was getting mad I don't even know what this guy should be be driving
1: every it was windy and I couldn't get the every time I would shut the door I try to shut the door it would blow open so then I got to use the crutch to get back in there shut the door and it happened to me three times and I was trying to use the use so I was like I'm trying to outsmart myself use the crutch and Oh, I got mad. So, I, when I got that door shut, I slammed it. I tried to break it. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> a, he takes these. And, "What you all right? I said, like, it's a rough start this morning. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, you know, there's going to be some up and down, But, you know, at the end of the day, I went to the gym. And I just felt better once I got there.
0: Uh. Uh-huh. Dude, so what can you eat now, man, if I say, hey, let's go to dinner?
1: Uh, still, I mean, same thing. I like grilled chicken and things like that. So, um, I mean, I'm... As far as the eating habits, it's, it's not going to change. I can't really just go with buffalo always and eat anything like that. So, uh, you know, obviously I got to be conservative with what I eat, and especially right now. I can't really do too much. But, you know, honestly, like, you know, as long as I'm burning calories and, and things like that, that's the reason why I'm going to the gym and, and, you know, for multiple reasons, blood flow, things like that. So, I mean, today I burnt like 1,800 calories and mm-hmm. spinning. So, um,
0: so you're on a bicycle, spin bike already with your leg?
1: Uh, I'm not spinning, not using my leg, I'm just using my arms. Does that make sense, like the...
0: Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, Airdyne, like, it's the Airdyne. Like, yeah, like, yeah it was okay. like the
1: ones I had like a fan thing, mm-hmm. so I'm not, yeah, I haven't used my legs yet, so maybe, maybe next week, and the next week I can. Right now my leg's a little too stiff for that, so I, right now it's the main thing is, spoken, is just walking. Yeah. That's number one. I think using my dad thing right now would be a little bit too much right now. Yeah. So.
0: Dude, how many days did you go without pooping?
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> you haven't yet, huh?
2: uh
1: not. I mean, not. <coughs> yesterday was. I think yesterday I went. I went four days. Uh, oh. But let me tell you what. I was. I was stressing myself out because it was about to come out. <laughs> and I was trying to get to that bathroom. I was crushing my hobbling. way to the bathroom. I was hobbling on. And, And the thing is, it's like anybody can say who's broken a femur, you can't just sit down on the toilet. You got to like think about, you know, because it hurts, you know, anytime, if there ain't no cushion, it hurts, and you're trying to stretch your leg out and do it, but between doing that, all that and your guts, your guts popping out, man, I'm going to tell you what, I had a turtle trying to touch cotton on that one. (laughs) It finally came out, but it did, boy, I, woo. Turtle trying to touch cotton. (laughs) oh yeah it's a good totally. yeah it's a good verse
0: <laughs> so I'm assuming again you didn't take any painkillers after you got out of the hospital right?
1: no the only thing I've been taking is this ibuprofen uh, you know for multiple reasons they're good for swelling things like that yeah. I'm not really I'm not a pain pusher they're not a painkiller like you know people you know hospitals already already trying to get you taking an oxycons and percocet yeah you I mean you can you see so many riders get hooked onto those things so uh, for me it's I don't like the way they make you feel, honestly, like, you know, I think that makes me feel out of it. And if I'm going to be driving, trying to go to the gym and do other things, that's yeah. the last thing I need to be doing is taking narcotics.
0: Yeah. So how much pain are you in right now?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm probably about a solid six, you know. Um, hmm. some, you know, like I said, for me, it gets later in the night, um, it's not so bad, but usually about like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning after not moving and then, you know, trying to go to the bathroom real quick. And it's, it's kind of, I think the middle of the night to the morning is probably the hardest. Mm-hmm. I don't think
2: you've taken any pain pills since you left the hospital, huh? Uh,
1: like, I had a couple oh, of but that was about it.
2: Um, was it. I
1: probably should be taking more how much pain I'm probably going through. If I probably took the, took more, I'd probably, be, I'd probably be able to run.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, like I said, for me, it's just, uh, you know, each and every day, I've, it's it's gotten better and better and better. So uh, that's the way I look at it. The first week, man, that's it's, it's gonna be tough. The first week's tough, period. No matter, no matter if you anything, you get surgery on, the first week's gonna be. It's just gonna hurt like like crap. But you know, each and every week's gonna get better and better and better. So we got nothing but time. There's not there ain't no rush. It's not like we we, we got to go racing next weekend. So mm-hmm. I just take it nice and smooth, and and just you know just try to. You know, stay out of trouble with you know hurting, re- hurting yourself or anything like that, or, or or trying to damage your body, trying to take painkillers or anything mm-hmm. like that. So we got time, just sit back and relax, and just cheer on all the all the riders, all the rest of the riders that are going to take it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, please.
0: who who you got for the two four fifty title?
1: It's too early to change uh, to tell. Um, um, I don't really know, honestly. Uh, Who's got the red plate? Roxanne. I think Roxxon Roxanne, got I think the red Kenny plate. Has
2: a red plate. Um, Probably by just a little, huh? Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Um, it's kind of like everybody predicting to go the Super Bowl. <laughs> so yeah, who was going to the Super Bowl? And I think everything that, that kind of changed everything. People still don't know. I don't even know. So uh, it's too early to say. Um, I guess I would say uh, for me, I, I'm more looking forward to who's gonna who's gonna come out with the. Wow, with the East Coast plate, um, with the East Coast two hundred and fifty plate, that's kind of I think I think Martin is gonna be a good good. I'm I'm pulling for Martin for that one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's his year. <clears throat> I really want Martin to do it. I, if anybody that's in the two hundred and fifty class, I want him to do it.
0: Like thirty fourth tries the, the charm.
1: I think so, man. <laughs> hey, most people say whatever they want to say with Martin, but you know what? For some ungodly reason, that man lands out back to your ride every single time because he does just enough to get it done yeah our team makes more money than half the riders than the 450 class can't <laughs> hate on a man from that
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right on well hey let's wrap this up thank you uh, thank you for being the first two time guest on Motor Live presented by OGO Rango thanks for hanging and, thanks uh, for
2: having me it's my first podcast <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so uh, right on thanks for listening thanks You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show, presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.